Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Happy Hamster Corner, a podcast about cute, adorable animals, as well as featured stories, collaborations, hamster tips, and so much more. I'm your host, Holly, and I'm super excited for you all to be listening episode of the happy hamster corner on today's episode we will be talking with a another hamster community member for you guys a awesome collab here with occult critters or echo and i'm also going to be featuring some write-ins this episode so get ready for that here goes nothing Okay, um, so I'm Echo. I have owned hamsters since I want to say 2018 or 2017. One of those years. Can't remember exactly. I am currently the proud owner of Latte. My pet team in Russian Campbell's Dwarf. She is elderly at this point. <laughs> and my username on Instagram, if anyone wants to search it up, is a Critters. And I will go ahead and link that in the description below for you guys also give you a shout out on my Instagram. If they want to find you, they totally can. Can you talk a little bit about yourself as well as like your history with hamsters? Um, sure. So I can't remember the exact year. I remember the month. (laughs) So around April 2018, here in Mexico, there's a thing called Kids Day. It's a holiday. We celebrate it April 1st. And my mom, for a gift, said, you can have your hamster. Um, I'll pay for it. We can go pick them out. I had chose my hamster that at the time was Mocha. He was a male um, Russian Campbell's dwarf. He was, I want to say, over a year, probably one year, eight months. And he was very overweight from where we got him. His diet sadly consisted of moldy water. The water in there was green and bread. Um, Still very sad to this day. That's terrible. Luckily, they stopped selling hamsters. He was housed in a five-gallon at the pet store. He was housed with three other hamsters. I'm not sure if they were mixed-gendered, which wouldn't have made it any better, to be honest. And he had pine bedding, I think. It was either pine or cedar. It was honestly a horrible situation. I had very little knowledge on hamsters at the moment, but I did want one, and I ended up getting a hamster, which, looking back, I should have done my research. Shortly after, I actually learned about hamster care, and even though I could not manage to upgrade him, he was in a tongue gallon, which wasn't the best. I did try my best, and I think one month after owning him, I learned I started giving him a proper diet, free roam, although he didn't really enjoy that. <laughs> he was very aggressive due to um, what I want to say past abuse. He honestly was treated horribly at that pet store. He would flinch at slightest contact and attack you shortly after. My last memory of him was him biting down until I bled and me just gushing out blood from my finger. Aww. I miss him. He, he was cute, very aggressive, but very cute. So that's when I actually began owning hamsters, and after, I want to say a year, he had finally a proper enclosure. I convinced my mom to let me make a DIY situation. August 3rd was when I got Latte, which is currently my one and only hamster. Mocha ended up passing away, and I want to say around September. Oh, I'm sorry to hear about that. I wish I could have given him a better life, but sadly, I had to learn my lesson the hard way to say it that way. 
we live and we learn with that kind of thing. You know, I had hamsters in the past that I had improper care, but I learned from that and have changed those habits with my current hamsters. I want to say hamsters for most of us turned out to be a wake up call that, oh, so I've done all of this wrong. And they end up teaching us how to start researching before we do something because I know for a fact I didn't use to. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. Personally, I have been around pets since I want to say three years old. Um, I remember us having a, what I want to say, 100-gallon fish tank Wow. Um, with goldfish. And since then, I've been exposed to pets constantly. But never until I owned hamsters would I have thought to research. And that's quite sad, to say the least. Most of us never really think about what the animal needs before you realize all the damage you have done. Yeah. Because once you realize, it's a little bit too late. But the best thing is that you learn that lesson and then you change those habits after. Just like I did with my hamsters in the past. Like I was way younger when I had those other hamsters that we had improper care with. And then before I got Petra, I did a ton of research. So do you have any fun stories that you want to share i want to say the funniest thing i've seen my hamsters do well currently i'm trying i'm seeing latte trying to burrow into her driftwood <laughs> i remember mocha he was running throughout his enclosure with toilet paper in his mouth and for some reason it made me laugh because he looked so funny with all his cheeks full he couldn't fit all the toilet paper and he was just chasing around the enclosure carrying toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Petra do that too, and it's so funny. It's like the toilet paper is twice the size of you and you're trying to carry it across your pen. <laughs> oh. Um, Chihuahua's carrying huge sticks kind of vibe. Yeah, exactly. I think I saw Mocha once trying to carry his whimsy throughout the whole enclosure. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a funny sight too. <laughs> Speaking of whimsies, and Petra likes to put her treats and food in her wheel and run in it. Weirdest thing. I just call it the Petra phenomenon because I just, I've never seen any other hamster do this. But one time I gave her a whimsy and she immediately grabbed it from one end and just dragged it into her wheel and started running. And I was just like, what are you doing? Like, I literally wish I got that on camera because I was like, no one's going to believe me when I say this happened, but it did. I'm assuming you got no sleep that night. Oh God, I can imagine. Yeah, it was so loud. I'm like, you're going to trip and fall. So what is the biggest lesson you've learned while owning a hamster, whether that be in the past or with your current hamster? Overall, I want to say there's a few. Number one, you never stop learning. And sometimes, although we always want to think we are in the right sometimes, sometimes you really do have to take a step back and hear the other person out, even if you don't agree, because sometimes their insight is very beneficial, not only to you, but to your pet. And the second one I want to say is cross-reference, please, because I'm pretty sure if you Google right now the hamster care minimum on Google, the first thing that pops up is 360 square inches, which we all know is nowhere close any current minimum. It's always good to do in-depth research, for sure. Do you have any tips that you want to share with the hamster community or a new hamster owner? I don't think many people mention this. Each hamster will have its personality. We all are 
are aware of that. But most people don't realize that sometimes a hamster not liking something, for example, I'm going to use Lottie as an example. Um, I have seen hamsters that enjoy free roam and you take them out every single night and they'll spend hours and hours running around having fun. Um, I think we all recognize Mika, dearly missed Mika. Oh, yeah, he was I know. a great hamster and she loved free roam. God. But then you take Lot personally, if you take her out of her enclosure and put her in a playpen or free roam or in the hamster safe room, she will automatically find the nearest corner, huddle ears back, and not move unless you put her back in her enclosure because she does not like free roam. Now we could say this might be because of her genetics, because she wasn't handled properly as a pup, or you can just say that she doesn't like free roam. But those things are normal. In some hamsters, I've heard other hamsters just not liking certain types of bedding. I've heard hamsters not liking certain types of treats. And many don't realize that that isn't your hamster being weird. It's your hamster being your hamster. Each hamster has its own personality and most of the time what we see in media is them being put into a single box and sadly that isn't the reality because each hamster has its personality and obviously its genetics also take place and it affects not only your relationship with your hamster but the way you should care for them. They do have their own personality. It's like different people like different things. Do you have any other things you want to share? Honestly, I would tell any owner if you think something is not going to work for your hamster just understand that something some things just won't work sometimes you waste too much time trying to get something to work for example i've tried one too many times with sand so many times with latte yeah she always manages to get it in her eye i'm not sure how i've tried every type of sand i can get my hands on and instead of trying to force sand onto her as i used to trying to get it to work I could have taken back and realized that she just doesn't, she can't use sand in a safe way and prefers to use cocoa fiber. And if I would have learned that earlier, it probably would have saved me not only money, but so much time. You are the one that knows your hamster best. And I can't stress this enough, but also cross-referencing. No, I think that's good. Like that goes well with anything for research. Uh, Make sure you're looking into multiple sources. My favorite sources have to be studies, to be honest. My friend Kyra um, from The Hamingway, they were the only person that had ever informed me that lavender aromatherapy um, boosted serotonin and calms them down. And I had never heard that before. And that's the moment you realize that sometimes you have to just go and read that study for some what people considered weird or more uncommon information, which ends up being very beneficial. Huh, yeah, that's the first time I've heard that. No, I think that's good. You gotta keep doing your research. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on here. I really do appreciate your time. Thank you for inviting me. It was a new experience and it was very exciting and it was truly an honor to be here. (laughs) It was an honor having you. you all for listening to that wonderful collaboration with occult critters i just love collaborating with different hamster community members it's super fun so yeah if you want to come on here let me know send me a message so my holly's hamster tip of the week is going to come from some other 
hamster members this time around. Their Instagram is nzpaws. And they wrote in this tip. So thank you so much for writing this in. They said, my biggest tip to any hamster owner is to place your sand or soil inside a container like a litter box or a small tank whenever it's possible and to put it on stilts. This way, your hamster's burrowing space isn't disrupted. Since they always need more and the sand won't collapse if your hamster burrows underneath it. Thank you so much, NZ Paws. I really appreciate you writing in this tip. It is awesome because then you're giving your hamster a little extra space. They can burrow underneath it. Just make sure you put it on a sturdy foundation so you don't worry about it collapsing. I appreciate you and yeah, I'll tag them in the show notes down below as well as on Instagram. So this next collaboration that somebody wrote in, I'm super excited to feature. They are Frank's dot free dot friends they just recently lost their hamster taco which is very unfortunate so so sorry about that so they wrote in let's talk about hamsters hamsters are very misunderstood animals they are commonly seen as quote easy or quote kid pets now to some extent they can be compared to other animals. But as a whole, I wouldn't recommend getting one for a friend or for when you are bored in lockdown. Recently, I've seen a lot of people getting hamsters during COVID. Nothing wrong with that. The one thing that bugs me is people impulsively buying hamsters, meaning they randomly going out one day and getting a hamster with little to no knowledge or research of the animal. Impulse buying can lead to many things such as, number one, overbreeding in animal mills and bad conditions. Number two, hamster being extremely, quote, common pets, which creates a bigger chance of uneducated people coming in and taking a pet from a possible good life and putting it in a bad cage with bad bedding, etc. Now, let's talk about how to properly proceed with getting a hamster. The biggest point in this is doing lots of research. Accounts such as at Dog Hams Care, at Aaron's Animals, at Victoria Rachel, at Five Little Hams, at Astronomy's Hammies Care, at Nico Syrian Hamster, at The Hammingway, and of course, our wonderful Petra the Hamster, and many more are good resources. I also share some tips on my account on my highlight quote tips where I share tips about hamsters, rabbits, and dogs. Some good websites are hamsterguide.com, the Hammingway website. I will link all of these to in the show notes, guys, for you. But continuing on, don't rely on pet store workers. There is a reason why you don't need animal qualifications to be a pet store worker, as they don't know much about the animals only to sell the products. Non-exotic vets don't specialize in small animals, so always do proper research or consult an exotic vet. Have a great day, everyone. From the four furry friends, Taco, Toby, Ebony, and Frank at franks.furry.friends. Thank you so much for writing this in. This was full of awesome information 
and some awesome resources that anybody who is interested in upping their hamster care or just curious about it, go ahead and check these out. I'm going to have them linked in the description down below for you guys. Thank you so much, guys, for all of the feedback that I've been getting on this podcast. It is freaking amazing. You guys are awesome. I wanted to open a little new segment of reading reviews and messages that I've gotten with feedback from this podcast. If you listen to the show, let me know what you think. Send me a DM. I love hearing feedback, whether it's good or bad. I'm going to share a little write-in that the Hemingway sent in. I was looking for a hamster podcast a few months ago, and I'm glad there finally is one. Thank you so much. (laughs) This means a lot. It's part of why I started this podcast, because there is no other hamster podcast. They also said, great podcast, can't wait for the next episode, and thank you for bringing hamster care to a whole new platform. You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for your feedback. I appreciate it. You are awesome, and I hope you have a good day. And of course, as always, have a happy one, guys.